going to get what we need to get so that we can have what we need? How many have had that conversation? Okay, three people, great. I'm glad you guys are doing so great. <laughs> we have this like, we, you know, Jesus comes to Philip and he goes, what are we going to use to buy, you know, what are, and Philip is like, well, and there's about 5,000 men and if you count the women and children, there's probably a lot more. And he said this to test him because he knew. I think circumstances, God allows circumstances to come to us. And he says to us, what are you going to buy? What are you going to use to buy what you need, what you need to eat? And, we, and then we, we have these circumstances come to us. And we're literally repeating the words of Christ. And that circumstance, which seems so random, is actually Jesus is saying to you, speaking to the Philip and you, who's the pragmatic, the rationalist, the guy who figures it all out. And he says, what are you going to do to buy what you need to eat? All right? He does that, every circumstance. And what does Philip say? Because he's testing him. He's not testing Philip. Because if he tests Philip, there's only going to be one result, unbelief, all right? And he says this because he himself knew what he would do. I love that. When a circumstance comes to you and you're just like, I don't know what we're going to do. Just remember this. Jesus knows what he's going to do, okay? And he knows what he's going to do. And Philip answered him, 200 denarii, which is six months of a wage, by the way, half a year's of work worth of bread would not be enough for everyone to get like a little bite, you know? And he's thinking pragmatically. And one of his disciples, Andrew, Andrew is Simon's brother. He's the optimist, all right? There's the pessimist, no, not the, pessimist, the, the pragmatic, and then there's the optimist. He's like, well, you know, there's a boy here in verse 9 who has five barley loaves and two fish. And why, what are they for so many? Right? And even the optimist doesn't have any, anything he can say. And Jesus says, have the people sit down. And I want to park here for a second. This really always speaks to me when I read this. Have the people sit down. Can you imagine what 5,000 hungry men, men, male gender, look like? <laughs> Hangry people, just ready to take somebody's head off man, we've been following this Jesus all over the place. And now like we cross over and we're on this mountain and we are starving. It's this big feast is coming up in the Jewish culture and we are so hungry. And Jesus says, have them sit down. Miracles can't happen in your life and in my life when we're running around anxious and anxiety and fear. The, the prophet Isaiah said that he that believeth maketh not haste. That's the King James Version. All my memory verses are in King James. Um, and we have my wife's si- messaging me that we have communion cups here. Okay. Um, God can't do what he wants to do if I'm running around trying to figure it all out. I've got to die to Philip and I've got to die to Andrew. My optimism and my pragmatism, I've got to trust Christ. That's not that those aren't bad things. Sit down and look at Jesus. Just sit down and say, you know what? I don't know what to do in those circumstances. I said this to my wife this week. I don't know what to do, but Jesus knows. Jesus knows. And I want to I wrap it up with this. Jesus takes, he takes, he says to the, he does this miracle with the bread. And Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them. What do you have to do to distribute bread? Break it, right? This is a picture of Jesus Christ, the bread of life, he says later on, and we'll talk about this next Sunday, broken. Jesus is saying that I am a breakable God, I have been broken for you voluntarily. He was broken for us. His blood was all poured out for us. He was broken for us. In Luke 22, as he's sitting with his disciples, he says to him, with great desiring, I have desired to eat this with you. 
the hunger and the desire that Jesus has to meet us, to meet our needs. And when he comes to meet us with, with, with needs, it is, not, it is not anything, it is not just bread, okay? It is, he is the bread. And I want to finish with this, is that he says later on, don't labor for the bread that perishes. And I'm getting into next Sunday's message already, but there's a labor. There's always a labor under our labor. There's always a drive underneath our labor. And that is because we're hungry. And Jesus knows that. And he wants, to, he wants to address that in our life. He wants to address the root problems, not just the surface problems. You're hungry, but there's a, different, there's a deeper hunger. You have a spiritual hunger. You've been made for something greater. C.S. Lewis said that. There's nothing in this world that I can, that I can, I can eat that would be satisfied. Because I'm made for something greater. And because of this, Jesus breaks the bread and he hands it out. And we're going to do that this morning. I just want to take the bread here. And Jesus said in Luke 22, um, and uh, before we do that, let's just take a moment, bow our heads, and um, before we take of the bread, look to Jesus and just say, Lord, if there's anything that I'm trusting myself for in this crisis or in this circumstance, if there's anything that I'm looking to, there's any bread that I'm looking to other than the bread of life, it'll perish. It'll perish tomorrow because that's the way the manna was. If there's anything that we are putting before you, Lord, we just want to lay it at the cross and we want to surrender to you. Even the battles with our own sin, we lay it at the cross, Lord, because it's really not our sin because it was purchased. It was paid for. It was separated from us at the cross and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So we can't walk around and say, oh, my sin, my sin. It really now, it belongs to the grave. If there's anything there, we just lay it at the cross. And I just want to take a few minutes and let's just do that quietly before the Lord.